0: I'm in pain and being numb. It's like my life has just gone.
1: Previously on The Valley, Nellie called Alicia to see if she was behind the threats made against her. Alicia denied it, but thinks Nellie's assistant, Cam, or Nellie's husband, Kyler, make more probable suspects. The intrigue is just getting started. So is this episode of The Valley.
2: As a young woman, I was able to disappear whenever I wanted, blending in like I was a part of the wallpaper. Those days are long gone. But there's something about getting lost in the fog that rolls in on an overcast day that makes me feel safe again, like a blanket I can hide under. And hidden under this fog is the perfect place to talk to Alicia. She's seen the good in me, and right now the world seems to be seeing the best in her. Maybe I can get her to lift my reputation out of the mud before it tanks Phoenix.
3: Ellie, what a good idea to meet here. I love having the beach all to ourselves. Well, almost all to ourselves.
2: Who is the tall, dark, and handsome guy trailing us? (laughs) That's Raphael. He's my new added security. An extra layer of protection just to be safe since I'm getting death threats. An effect of my public image crisis, no doubt.
3: he <sighs> looks strong. Big arms, wide
2: frame. Not the takeaway I was hoping for.
3: Not that I'm looking for anything. I've actually been spending a lot of time with Dwayne.
2: Old habits die hard. Well, we do have quite a history. It's hard to ignore history. You've both cracked that particular book open a few times now. There's revisiting history and then there's doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result.
3: Well, before you call me insane, can I say that seeing someone you once loved almost die in front of you is an eye-opening experience? It frames things in a new perspective. Of course, now that Sadie knows the truth, things are a little tense. I'm trying to give her space, let her sit with the fact that I'm her mother. It's been icy, but I think we're making headway. She's agreed to appear on the Rachel Austin show with me in support of this new chapter
2: of my life. That does sound promising. Another step in the right direction. You're having a lot of those lately. Maybe some of it will rub off on me. Well, it's not all coming up roses. Things with Duane are a bit strained. Maybe it's a sign to try something new like Raphael, my extra security. Not repeat a past choice like Dwayne. But if you end up falling for Raphael, you'll have to owe me for facilitating it. I
3: told you, I want to see this through with Duane. You may see it as a mistake, I see it as repairing a past relationship,
2: like we're doing here. You're right, I apologize if I overstepped. And what about you? How are you, Nellie? The launch is all we're thinking about. It consumes me, and as long as I remain public enemy number one, it's not a problem that's going away. And Kyler? Alicia, Kyler didn't frame you. I know you think that, but I know him, flaws and all. That isn't him. Well then, who did, Nellie? If
3: we're going to fix this friendship, you have to believe me when I say I had nothing to do with poisoning Duane. I do. I believe you. Then that in turn would mean that you believe
2: someone set me up, but you don't seem worried about it.
4: Mrs. Nelson, is everything all right?
2: Yes, Raphael, thank you. Alicia's just passionate.
3: Yeah, I'm just worried about my friend. Because if Kyler could target
2: me, why wouldn't he target you? My husband would never hurt me. I'm sure his brother thought the same thing. That's different. A deeply nuanced situation. Can I ask
3: you something? What becomes a phoenix in the case that something happens to you, or that you have to step aside? It'll be run by the expert team I've handpicked. And the financial control? Does it go to your husband? Alicia. I'm just asking questions. Does Kyler have anything to gain by making you afraid?
2: Uh, that's Cam. I have to take this. Yes, Cam. No, I told you I wanted to stay in the penthouse. Once I'm in Manhattan, I don't need to leave the city. You don't have anymore. to walk over there with Nellie?
4: I'm watching her. She's only a few feet away. I've learned that if she walks out of earshot while on the phone, it's because she needs privacy.
3: <laughs> She's not subtle, is she? Oh, I do love being near the waves. Their rhythm is so reliable. When things are uncertain, it calms me to have that presence. <laughs> How about you, Raphael? Do you like the ocean?
4: Was not to love about being so close to something that's both so powerful and so beautiful?
3: You could be talking about Nelly. How do you like working for her?
4: It's good work.
3: I should let you be. I guess you have to focus.
4: Yes, I do. And I am focusing. Always paying attention. But it's nice talking to you. I can tell you have a good heart.
3: How can you tell that?
4: I work in security. I have to be a good judge of character, of who is a threat. Snap decisions are a constant in my reality.
3: Sounds like you know what you're talking about, so I'll take that as a compliment. Say, is there a Mrs. Raphael at home?
4: There is not.
3: A Mr. Raphael? I, I didn't mean to assume. No.
4: There is no one. I'm married to the job.
3: That doesn't sound like a satisfying partnership to me. I should know my career's been my husband, lover, child, and a real (laughs) leech. Suck the life darn near out of me.
4: My work is satisfying, for now.
3: Never settle, Raphael. Beyonce told me that.
4: I can't ever settle. It's part of the job. I'm always aware of my surroundings and calculating the possibilities of the future. And that bleeds into my life. You have to anticipate what the best outcome will be. What's next?
3: Hmm. That does seem like a nice
2: philosophy. Yes, all of that looks good. Print the files I sent to you so I can look them over. I'll wrap up here and join you back at the office. Sorry about that, Alicia.
3: (laughs) You have to leave already?
2: It was foolish to think I could even make it away from the office for this long. But it was worth it to see you, even for a
3: little bit. You'll come to the taping of the show, right? I could use some moral support from my bestie.
2: It's a real make-or-break day. I'll make it work. You can count on me. I believe in you, Alicia. Always have. That's the reason we gave you a show on Bump in the first place. I know. And I believe in you.
3: Strong women, lifting each other up. (laughs) That's always been us. Maybe you can help lift me up, too? What do you say? I'd like to do that. Let's move forward, not backwards. Then I'll see you soon. Bye, Nelly. Bye, Raphael.
2: It was nice to meet you.
4: (laughs) I'll be seeing you soon, Miss Doua.
2: And that was a success. I've got Alicia back on my side, which means I can control this narrative. She said it's time to move forward, and that means big changes are coming. There's no hiding anymore. Nellie Nelson is unstoppable.
1: And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Nellie Nelson's office. No, I'm sorry. Can I take a message? Great. Thank you. Cam, you have the files for me. Nellie! Yes, all the info on investors that backed Phoenix is right here. I also included some of the past trials and startups you've invested in. Anything that seemed pertinent to the launch. Just did a quick search on the work you've done. Looks
2: great, Cam. The Hollenbeck trial. Wow. That was my first opportunity where I cut my teeth. It started everything for me. After its success... I knew I could help medical startups get the traction they needed.
0: It's the one that
2: put you on the map, right? I'm proud to say we saved a lot of lives with the results we got here. It made a lot of headway in the field of cell regeneration.
0: And made a lot of profit?
2: Yes, it was very successful.
0: Successful how?
2: Cam, you're my assistant, not someone writing a profile of me for the Atlantic.
0: Right, I apologize. I'm just trying to learn as much from you as possible. Let me know if you need anything else.
2: Will do. You never know when someone or something is going to change your life. The Hollenbeck trial was one that shook me up, made me question who I was, but forged me into the woman I am now, a woman in a man's world. Before that, I tried making moves without being noticed, but someone did notice me. I was just a researcher, fresh out of school, at a new startup, looking to make my mark any way I could. Janelle, your work is great, but they're not going to listen to any pitches from you until you've proven yourself. How can I speak up if no one thinks I'm worth listening to? It's a catch-22. Everyone just wants me to answer phones or do research. They don't want me to contribute anything of substance. But the moment he walked in, he zeroed in on me in a way that made every hair on my body stand on its end. He smelled of old money and a hint of tantalizing sandalwood. And he looked at me like he wanted to own me. I couldn't ever recall feeling that way. It was intimidating. And it was intoxicating. Who are you? I'm sorry?
6: Who are you? It's a simple question. Oh, did I catch you off guard?
2: No, it's just I... Do you
6: not know who you are?
2: Of course I do. My name is Janelle, Janelle Rivers.
5: I have to get back to work. Uh, bye, Janelle.
2: Bye.
6: This is your cubicle? Nellie, do you mind if I call you that? I like the sound of it.
2: Um, okay, sure.
6: <laughs> you answer the telephones here?
2: Amongst other things, yes.
6: But you want to do more?
2: Of course. I just have to finish paying my dues.
6: That's a mistake. Don't go through life in that mindset. That you must pay your dues because you'll be paying them forever.
2: I think that's how it works around
6: here. I'm in town for two nights. Tonight I'm going to take you to dinner.
2: Um, I don't think
6: that's- I have instincts about people. It's how I tripled the wealth in which I was born. And my instincts, they tell me, take a chance on this one.
0: Me?
2: Why?
6: Because you're here telling your coworker that no one will listen to you even though you have something important to say. But that's because you think you have to play by the rules when everything about you says that you were made to break them. You know all the rules already, don't you, Nellie Rivers? And that knowledge makes you incredibly powerful. Let me show you.
2: His name was Gerard Lawrence and he was right. Gerard plucked me out of that office and groomed me to be his heir apparent. He took the girl that followed all the rules and made her a woman who refused to apologize for being powerful, molded right after his own self. He was the one that led me to the Hollenbeck trial, the one who told me to recruit the broke and hopeless, to sign up so we had the numbers to get the trial up and running and to sell slots to the rich and hopeless to use that money to fund my next endeavor. And when I got cold feet, he held them to the fire, threatening to destroy the woman he believed he created. For better or worse, because of him, I am who I am today.
0: Nellie, did you need something?
2: Okay, Cam. I can see that your inquisitive nature is because you want to learn. I started the Women Helping Women meetups where I met you because I understood the importance of good mentorship. I wouldn't be where I am without the one that mentored me. And yet, I can't say he was a good one. So if this is my chance to pay it forward, I'm happy to take you under my wing, to take a more proactive approach to shepherding you.
0: Wow, thank you, Nellie. It would be an honor to learn from you. It will be challenging.
2: I'm not gonna take it easy on you.
0: I would never expect you to.
2: Good, because I won't. You can leave for the day, get your rest, because from here on out, things are only gonna get more difficult. I can change this world. Erase the bad things I've done to get here, if I do enough good. Gerard told me not to pay my dues, to take what's mine. But by learning from him, I signed a deal that said I'd never stop paying. Because when that man saw me at my desk that day, he knew exactly what he wanted to use me for. I had no idea I was the Trojan horse he would send into the Nelson dynasty so he could access their power. That I was being groomed to be the ideal wife for Kyler. To spend a lifetime in a gilded cage by his side. I've already given Gerard more than he deserves, but that's the thing about the Devil. He's never happy with his cut. And if I've been cast in his mold, what does that mean for me? Am I beyond redemption, or is there a chance I can get back to who I am? Not who they made me to be.
5: Mate, I just assumed you'd like a glass of this. If you're having one, I'll join you. Dwayne, I'd never dream of sitting empty-handed while watching you drink. Apologies, all all I have is this blue label. (laughs) Fine with me, but don't tell Sadie. She's trying to make me drink nothing but blended flaxseed. What is it we're drinking to, exactly? Your health, of course. You're one of Nellie and I's oldest friends. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Cheers. Is that the reason you summoned me to your office? To make a toast to my health. Yeah. And no. No, oh, a drink with a catch. My favourite kind. Look, you freaked out Nellie pretty bad when you started talking about this anchor company. <coughs> anchor company? You afraid to say Shell Corporation out loud? Is the room bugged? Ugh, can never be too sure these days. You don't have to worry about me. I know how to keep my mouth shut. What Nellie heard was nothing. And in typical Nellie fashion, she made it into something. Culminating with her leaving me a very unfriendly voicemail, especially considering I'm one of her alleged oldest friends. Now, you know how Nellie gets. Her image is very important to her. She's a complex woman, and it's better for all of us if she's happy. I got it. Like I said, I'm not talking. But, you know, times have been tough for me. Some bad luck, really. It'll pass. I've got a few solid deals in the works, but... Maybe you can help your old friend out. We... Have been helping you out. Who do you think took care of all your hospital bills? And I appreciate that. But with Sadie's tuition and all the burdens that come with my recovery, I just need a little more assistance. Don't make me beg. And if I don't help you? I'm not saying I have information that ties you to a bunch of illegal shell corporations, but I'm not saying I don't either. (laughs) Oh, aren't you cheeky? really think you can blackmail me? Do you know what I could do to you? You mean finishing what you started? What are you talking about? I know you poisoned me. <laughs> I, I did what? Wow. Brazen and delusional, would you look at that. I didn't poison you, Dwayne, I'm not a criminal. Should we ask your brother about that? Excuse me? You can get the hell out of my office. I'm just saying you've got skeletons in closets with skeletons in more closets, as has been famously shared all over the internet. The public knows to be suspicious of you, If I was covered in as much gasoline as you are, so to speak, I wouldn't want any matches lit near me. I think I might go ahead and throttle you after all. Tyler, settle down. Jesus, that barely missed me. If I wanted to hit you, I would have hit you.
2: That was a warning. Boys, boys, what's happening here? Your intuition was right, Nellie. Our old chum, Dwayne Fisher, is trying to extort us. Okay, let's take a beat, cool down, have a drink.
5: We're going to need another glass. Your husband decided to use his as a baseball in my head as
2: target practice. I'll be right back. We can sit and talk about this like calm, rational adults who all have something to gain by coming to an agreement and something to lose if we don't. Jesus. These men, they're like children in adult clothes. Oh, my God.
4: Are you okay, Mrs. Nelson?
2: Everything's fine. It's just another day of archaic dick measuring contests. That's when I get for joining this world. Where have you been all day? I've noticed you always send one of your other men when I'm in my office. Aren't you supposed to be my hands on security?
4: I prefer to monitor you from my control center when you're here, so I can keep track of all your security. My ego doesn't need FaceTime. It needs to keep you safe from anyone that means you harm.
2: Do you think someone from my team could be behind the threats that. What's that?
4: Move! 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 Uh, oh. In here! What's happening? Someone set off the new alarms I'm installed. Which means someone tried to breach the perimeter.
2: You think someone's trying to hurt me?
4: How many enemies do you think you have, Mrs. Nelson? I'm not sure. Well, security should be sweeping the area as we speak. They'll find them. But it's time for you to start really thinking about it seriously. Which of your enemies want you dead? Because I don't think it's an idle threat.
2: I don't have that many enemies. Or... Enemies, all I have left.
1: It seems Nellie Nelson isn't quite as invincible as she seemed. And Cam isn't the only one out to tear her down. Who else is out to get her? Find out next week. This is The Valley. Written and directed by Caleb Aldrich. And created by Arlen Hamilton. And Brooke Sitgraves turner Starring the voices of... Taylor Kalupa as Sadie, Dana Guria as Nelly, Carrie Blunt as Alicia, Matthew Cohen as Kyler, Jonah Weston as Dwayne, Andrew James as Jet, Luis Fernandez-Gill as Rafael, Jay Scott as Gerard, Donna J. Foulkes as Erica, Seth Austin as the producer, Ann Hollister as Rachel Austin, and Mickey Hernandez as Cam. Also featuring yours truly, Earl Mosley, as your announcer. Editing and sound design by Julian Kwasniewski. Recorded by Tim Moore at York Studios. Original score by Anna Eichenhauer. Our theme song is In This Rough, written and performed by Two. Executive produced by Arlen Hamilton, Stacey Book, Dominique Ferrari, and Avi Glijanski. Associate producers, Diane Cherez and Rachel Borders. Production Manager, Cynthia Grainer. Special thanks to, JJ Duncan, Ashley Quash, Samantha Stevens, Angel Christy Williams, Katie Kamakate, David Pace, Judith Turner, Christine Sanders, Ronafia Williams, Julius Nolfin, Lauren Ferrari, Angela Bozarth-Klejanski, Mark Dawes, Katie Schwartz, for more information on the Valley and all of our original audio shows, please visit FrequencyMachine.com.
6: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine